Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. This is the TGIF, that's Thank God It's Friday episode that we've been doing recently. And since we didn't have a ton of books this week, I am going to throw it back to a podcast that I did with my man Stork in the beginning of January, way, way back. It is Teen Titans number one from 2003. This was part of our January Book of the Month podcast. As I say that, let me remind you that you could go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science and get a ton of shows just like this one. We have each month we pick a new book that we feature as the book of the month. They can go from DC, Marvel, or just any sort of deal. In fact, this month of February, me and Stork are going to be going through volume two of Saga, kind of a little relevant for things going in that book coming back. So just as a reminder, and check out this podcast and whatnot, and you can even go and listen to the rest of the episodes. We did the first full volume of Teen Titans from 2003 on the Patreon. So if you sign up now, you can listen to all of those episodes and all of the Book of the Month Club stuff. So with that, let me take it on over to me and Stork, again, talking about Teen Titans from 2003. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Book of the Month podcast. We're just starting off January 2022. I'm here with Stork. What up, Stork? What up, Jim? What up? And what was picked here for, you know, the baby New Year theme? We have the young heroes ended up what I thought was going to be picked, Teen Titans, a kid's game by Jeff Johns and Mike McEwen or McCone. I said McCoon. Sorry, Mikey. Uh, Mike <laughs> McComb from back in 2003. This ends up being a pretty good run, a pretty popular run by Jeff Johns. I don't know if he's canceled today, but over at the mm. comic world, he usually isn't. But I mean, Beast Boy will make up for that as we go yes. in, as he ends up, you know, as we know, changes into different animals, but is always a horned dog. That, that's basically his deal. <laughs> uh, but with that, just a little bit of background. When you get into some of these things, sometimes, you know, you go in and sometimes you're like right off the bat, like, okay, I'm cool. I get what's going on. But there's a couple things that are alluded to in this, mainly that this comes out of a not well-loved book, a miniseries, Titans Young Justice Graduation Day. It was a three-issue deal by Judd Wynick where you had a lot of troubles. You end up having the disbanding of the Young Justice team, the Titans. Everybody ended up being pissed off at the end of that. And some people ended up dying. Like Donna Troy. Donna Troy, as Troya ended up getting killed. But also, they mentioned, and it's funny, it's like Donna Troy, Donna Troy, Donna Troy. And that other person, the other person was Omen, who ended up dying. A bunch of these things, you know, nobody ends up staying dead. For that long they do end up coming back unfortunately omen comes back in a weird way as kind of a you know a zombie for brother blood but that's mm, later sometimes on that is in better. the deal yeah it is and again this came out in september of 2003 written by jeff johns pencils by mike mccone inks by mario alquieza colors by jeremy cox and letters by comic craft ah uh, yes and so we jump into this and this first issue, 
roll call is what it is. Mm. Now, you end up having a cover, I mean, you were looking at, gazing at before we started doing this, and you end up having some funny things on the cover as opposed to what you get in the issue. Raven's on the cover. She is not in this issue. She does Ooh. not show up. Cyborg's on the cover. We see his eye at mm-hmm. one point, and he's kind of the guy. Vic is getting this team together, but you also get Impulse in his Kid Flash outfit. He does not put that on until later on in this first trade that we're going through. And as I joked to you before, we end up seeing the beginning of the issue here, but all I can look at is the end. And I mean Starfire, because she ends up like, if you want to get upset where they end up having all the guys in their badass, like, kick-butt poses, and you end up having Cassie, who's on the bottom. She looks like she's, I don't even think she, but Starfire <laughs> is basically just showing you her butt and her boobs a bit. I mean, you've got, yeah. like, they're side The classic get, look right? over the shoulder turned. Yeah, pose. really? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. And uh, that's kind of crazy. But we get into this, and you're in Smallville right away, and you end up having a weird conversation. First off, I thought it was Sanford and Son. It's not. It's Mom <laughs> Pop Kent. They're driving the truck, and they're talking to each other, and they're talking about how Clark had problems when he went to high school because of the idea he had a superhero identity, you know, all that stuff, or at least his powers. At that point, he's got to kind of hide the powers thing. They're kind of talking about Connor as if he's not there. (laughs) Which I didn't think he was. And the play is you don't really see him until after when you go back and look because at, at a point you wonder, where the hell was he? He's wedged between Ma and Pa. And you end up where even the the word bubble I thought was coming from the back of the truck. Now, as a kid, I kind of like we had a truck at one point. And I always mm-hmm. wanted to ride in the back. Now, again, I'm surprised I didn't die at points because my dad ended up having like toolboxes and shit back there. And he used to make us drive in the back a lot. But when you're going to high school and you got your old what is supposed to be your aunt and uncle almost. Mm-hmm. uh yeah, you don't want to show up in the back. You kind of look goofy. That's where you show up with the kids, and then you're in the back, right? You got the football team back there and stuff. But ends up saying, oh, yeah, I guess so about the, you know, Connor will get used to it. You have to get used to school. And he, I guess so, Mrs. Ken. I'm like, let's go, boy, here. Where did he come from? And he's like, <laughs> yes. oh, he's there. And like, remember what we said, son, your family now. Okay, and I like the idea that I really want to play this up as Connor is so dumb because he's like, Remember what we said, son. Like, he's supposed to say, daddy's like, okay, uncle. I'm like, oh, you blew it. But he goes off. And the fun thing about this is you haven't seen exactly the look or whatever as he gets out, right? And he heads into mm-hmm. Smallville. I don't like this look of his. He's, he's got the John Lennon-type glasses at this bit. He's got a, a really bad hairline. Yeah, that haircut's not doing him any favors. It's not at all. And he goes in, and I love that he's like, a good day at Smallville High for Connor. Ken. I'm like, he's already talking about himself in the third person. Holy crap, he's in <laughs> Out big loud trouble. Too. He's in big yes. trouble. And he says, I wish. Right? So with that, you end up, oh, okay, maybe he can make some friends. Oh, no. Don't make friends with those three that you hear. Now, again, you end up having Tom Welling there uh, and uh. Pete Ross, the deal, but Get away from that, Chloe. She's bad news. She ends up. She's going to end up recruiting people for a sex cult any bit. But yeah, you get <laughs> you get those the trio there from Smallville, which is kind of a, at that point a nice little 
shout out. I thought that was kind of neat there. Uh, but then the rest of the people are just doing their regular thing, you know, as you go through. And then Jeff Johns, again, he's a good writer. Bendis, you'd never get out of this scene. It, it oh. would be everybody just going on and on. But he, he throws flavor in here like, I told you, we could study after band practice. I'm assuming this is the first day of I, school, I do feel right? bad for this guy. I know. Is it, <laughs> don't you think, do you think that he's transferring in? Or do you get mm. this as the first day? Because I'm thinking it's the first day, just the way you go. I'm like, homework? on the band practice? It's the first day. The one guy's there, and it definitely seems like the fall. Mm-hmm. And one totally wicked baseball team this year. I'm like, dude, that's like seven months away. What are you talking about? This well, guy walking in, he seems to know the the school sucks. So maybe he's been here before, but it's not really spelled out. It's weird because the way he's playing it out, it seems like you know he's been there and hated it for a bit, and then this is like I'm quitting. No, you're going back. It's it's a weird play. Mm-hmm. But you end up, or, you know, behind the scenes, he's like, I'm not going to fit in. I hate this, whatnot. The funny play is the glasses, because that's really Clark making him go to that, you know, that trope where mm-hmm. he wears them. Not great glasses. I'm telling you. I, I mean, it's, he doesn't have a good look. No. Some of the rest of these guys look like, you know, idiots anyway. But, yeah, he's there. With that, why, why is he wearing a Superboy shirt underneath? Every, like, he's going to class. He's there in his locker. And he's like, you know what? School sucks. And then just exposes the S. It's a cool scene to show you. Like, usually that is when, you know, Superman ends up doing that. People are in trouble. He's about mm-hmm. to save them. He's going to inspire people. This guy's this. bored. Yeah, this is like, screw this. And you do see that with all of the teams separated, you know, Young Justice ends up separating. This is going to be a reforming of a Teen Titans. Some of them are pretty bored or they're, you know, still mad or whatnot. They are not exactly the beacons of hope and, mm-hmm. and you know, laughs. But, yeah, Connors, I'm taking the day off. I, I still want to go. It's the first day. So he, go, <laughs> he goes up and Again. flies around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all. You're a badass. We really? Like, y- you never had a day here, <laughs> a day off. So he goes off. And then just to be a real jerk, he goes to some poor guy's farm. Guy's just trying to make his wheat, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know what how much wheat cost and things like that, but I'm thinking that if you end up with a a jerk making a giant <laughs> S symbol in the middle of it, you might have problems with this year's crops. I'm, hey, Louise, the aliens, the aliens we're are back. <laughs> we're done. We haven't had this asshole since like 20 years ago. That jerk, remember that? <laughs> but yeah, they're like, we're done. We're out and. He makes the big S and then from off mm-hmm. panel. And I like the idea that if you didn't know who it is, I mean, Connor's flying and from above him, it's what's the S stand for, <laughs> Superboy? Skipping class? I'm like, <laughs> not great. Clark, you gotta you gotta work on that. You can't you can't have two yeah. words when you say what does the S stand for? You know, skipping, maybe, but then he's like, What do you think of skipping down the street like Connor said? Like, what does it stand for? Sucker? <laughs> I don't know what else to shit. I don't know. Clark's but, not that cool. No, he's and he's there. I like too that they're in the air, and it does look like Connor's like he's in Saturday Night Fever strutting in the air, and he looks like he's trying to walk away. And he's like, "Oh no, how about sanity?" Okay, both of you have to just you know right. stop it, stop it right now. Also, I thought 
at the point you have a scarecrow down below, I swear to God, it was the farmer shaking his fist. You damn aliens. <laughs> Lex Luthor was right. But he's like, this is the worst town. And you, you get that through this, too, is that idea that the kids are restless, especially like mm-hmm. Connor and then oh, when yeah. we get to Bart. But you, you expect it with Bart. But, yeah, the play, like you said, Connor's too cool for school. Dangerous thinking, especially yeah. when we see the cliffhanger ending that he says, I'm above all this, way yeah, I'm above, above it. it. Yeah, yeah. I do think, though, that when he was walking down that hall, Jesus, he's stacked. Like, look at him. These girls would be all over him. But he ends up yeah, saying, he's, he's got glasses. On. I know it's the glasses. <laughs> and he even says, you're making me wear these glasses. Like, I could be in a boy band and you're ruining it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I should be the bad boy in the boy band like Donnie Wahlberg. You're ending up <laughs> making me like the jerk, like everybody in 98 degrees. So Ooh, he ends shade. up where he's there. <laughs> yes. He, he's there and he says, I'm above all this. And Clark says, yeah, that ego. He's still got that, you know, human mm-hmm. part. And uh, I like that that shade. Like, Clark's really showing his alien, you know, these things where, huh, don't get such an ego. You're still part of you. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks <laughs> of John. You're not as good as me. Yeah, he's like, oh, man. So the whole deal, he says. And and this is a good setup of giving people Connor really quickly of, well, mm-hmm. I got your Kryptonian DNA and some jerk-off scientist. And, uh, yeah, who gave you the smarts? They're dummy. But he ends up like, hey, you know, trust me. I got this from you. I'm the world's greatest hero because I got the DNA from the world's greatest hero. And I like Clark Hero says genetics don't make mm-hmm. you a hero. Uh, is is Connor ready to throw hands here? I mean, he gets pissed. <laughs> he ends up clenching his fist. What's that supposed to mean? I just noticed the back of his shirt, too, at the bottom. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> It's the super boy. That, that'd be great. He's like walking down the street. Oh my God, there's Superman. Wait till you, you, you're going to get the pleasure of both seeing boy and my ass as I walk away. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And he does this, but I like this conversation where Clark then he wants, you know, Connor to continue trying to be a hero, but he also wants him, you know, to get a little bit of the superhero education. Mm-hmm. And he says that you've been. Invited by Victor Stone to be in the Teen Titans. And I like that each of the members, that's all we get this issue, is a little recruitment deal. And each of the members has their own reasons. And a lot of the reasons, unfortunately for them at the beginning, are kind of thrust on them. Like, I think you should go there for an education. You mm-hmm. need to do this. You need Hang to out do with your that. Friends. Yeah. And so he ends up, uh, you know, we had some problems that last time. I don't know if you remember this. Donna sure, Troy you did because it just happened. Kid. Yeah, Donna Troy died, and you know who was that other? Oh, <laughs> Omen. We won't mention that. Yeah, says that people even you know hate me for Donna Troy dying. So he says I'm not going to end up doing this either. It's very quick. Like he he is scattered here. Like they don't like me for Donna Troy. Plus, I don't need you looking over my shoulder. Like we don't need the Just League looking in. He's like, no, no, no. We're going to end up. You know, letting you do this. I mean, with them saying that, you do have some titans there to watch over them. You know what I mean? But it's not going right. to be the big guy. It's not going to be Batman man. or Superman. Yeah, yeah it's, I said uh, it's a shame because when you see the setup, you you see what could have been in this new Teen Titans Academy by Tim Sheridan, where you have now again you're introducing new characters in that, but it is only a couple characters. And it's a shame that you just didn't take these characters and 
you know, kind of pay it forward. Have mm-hmm. Tim Drake, have Connor, have, and they're the ones looking after this new crew. Uh, but yeah, Tim Sheridan tried to go big and it, it, it's failing. But you end up with the mention of Boy Scout, you know, hey, what are we going to do? Because he's going to leave on Friday night. It's a weekend thing. You know, it's pretty much, you know, he's in the reserves. He's going to go for the weekend at mm-hmm. Titan's Tower, and they'll end up, you know, being able to be around friends. I love that. Whose lame idea was this? And the Superman just looks at him. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, even when he says, I love the Boy Scout thing, too, it's like, weekend yeah. thing, like, Boy Scouts, whose lame <laughs> idea was this? And like, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, of course, yeah, I'll think about it. And, and again, if you want to go through this and think about the idea, like, What's their relationship? What's going on? Uh, he lovingly puts those glasses back on him, <laughs> even though you end up Connor doesn't want to wear them, and he looks terrible with them. And I, I swear that Mike McCone ends up doing a thing here where you're like, okay, that Superboy's pretty cool-looking dude. And then when he puts this, he changes the way that he kind of draws him slightly to just make him look dumpy. Like, mm. they, he looks bad there when he looks, because he's like, okay, Think about it on your way back to class. And he puts them, call me when you got no class. And he ends up putting the glasses on. And it's a nice introduction. You end up getting Connor, which is cool. You get the relationship with Mom, Puck. And I mean, you do a lot in this first bit. It's probably the yeah. most info and, and kind of deal and all that where you find out what happened in graduation day, all that stuff. And Superman, you know, likes Connor and is nice to him with that. But he seems a little worried, wants him to, to go off and kind of, Get that swelled head down a little. Like you said, he says, yeah, and some jerk-off scientist ends up being the other half of the DNA. We find out by the end of this issue, this is the, you know, start of that half is Lex Luthor, as as you said. So, Mm -hmm. yes, things get a little more ominous then about who is winning. And he claims, again, Connor says, you know, I have your DNA, you know, that's going to win out. But once you see it's Lex, there's trouble. We go off to Gotham, and I swear to God, this is like this. these scenes, anytime you get any sort of deal that the Mad Hatter's probably involved in the background, and they're collecting an Alice, it's always sus. And you end up Tweedledee and Tweedledum are chasing this little girl on a bike, who's popping wheelies, though, pretty cool. And uh, (laughs) she's trying to get get the hell away from them, as they say. And I'll tell you, the, the, (laughs) the dialogue is, she'll do Tweedledee. Definitely, de- uh, definitely do, uh, dumb. I mm-hmm. didn't know there was the comma. She'll do Tweedledee. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, who are they? Bell Bib DeVoe? I-, I ended up like, oh my. And then I read it this morning. I'm like, what was I reading last night? Because, yeah, <laughs> they're trying to get an So he, it's it, Again, I like where Jeff Johns is able to do a scene like this. That's a panel that you don't have to explain it. And even if you don't know that that's what's happening. Doesn't mm. matter. No. Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and I think that this scene is really good because what happens is Tim Drake Robbins shows up to stop this again. Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and and these Tweedledee, they're not even like the big oafy looking guy. They they just look like two. I don't know. Two Joe Bessers, or I don't know. Do they look threatening with their top hats? <laughs> like not at all, <laughs> no. right? So the play here is is that you probably can stop them by slapping them. In the face quick or something Or probably just scaring him Tim Drake goes off on him He Mm -hmm. starts beating the crap out of him Including punching, I don't know if it's deep or dumb 
ends up, you know, activating the dental plan. You see a molar, <laughs> go, a molar gets, you know, I, I know that sometimes people get in a fight and you lose your shoes, but a molar. And so he is, he's over the top. Batman, Batman has Jesus. to stop him. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. And when Batman's there, it's like, going whoa, to the Teen whoa, Titans, whoa. young man. He says, hey, and Batman, hey, I just uh, think you need to see it, friends. Because as this is going on, Batman, I like that Batman isn't stopping it, though. He's just on the side. He's like, hey, uh, I want you to. A bit of a proud papa there. Right? Yeah, really. He's like, oh, look at that uppercut. Uh, but the big thing is, you know, oh, what? You think I need more training? Because this is a conversation you jump into. Oh, what? I thought that the Titans uh, are Nightwing's territory. Is he aware of this? And you don't even know, actually, if he's mm-hmm. like, I'm guessing that he does. Like, it, what is this your idea? This is nonsense. And you do see that it's Batman telling Tim that he should go to this Teen Titans deal. And when he's like, no, I want you to go see your friends. And you could see that. I mean, right there, then he's, you know, Tim's about to cry. <laughs> My friends. I don't have friends. But. Yeah, he's vi- he's violent. Look at the blood just pooling up when he yeah. ends up knocking him down. I'm like, holy moly. Uh, we go to Keystone uh, City then, and we end up seeing that it's Wally West Flash. I mean, you both said that a lot of times when you jump back, it, you should really, in a first issue, any character that shows up, at least call him. If, you, if they know secret identities, mm-hmm. call him by their name. You know, say, hey, Wally, what's up? You know, yeah. but it's just Flash here. And even at the point where it's weird because they're, it's Jay Garrick's house, but Bart is living there, Bart Allen. So when you get there, you even have a mention, hey, I realize you started the Flash Legacy, Jay, before me, before Bart. Doesn't even put Barry in the, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, before Barry. And the, okay, that's, that's Wally. It's, it's kind of a misplay here going back to try to figure it out. And some, some nerds will probably say that it's the costume and stuff like that, but who knows how things change yeah, and stuff. You figure it out through the dialogue, but it'd be so much easier if you just said Wally. Yeah, and, and again, we can figure it out by the time, but when you're just jumping back in these things, it would have mm-hmm. been nice just at that bit. But most yeah. people should have known at that point. It would be like, but still, you end up where Bart is kind of a, you know, he's he's hard to handle, right? He yeah, ends up where... And there's Jay Garrick, who's not exactly a young whippersnapper anymore. Him and Joan need a break. And he ends up saying, because it looks like Wally didn't know about this. Now, I think that that's a good playoff for when Robin says to Batman, does Nightwing know about this? I, I don't think he does. Because, you know, Wally just found out and seemingly he's like running there to say, you know, what's up with this? Jay says, we need break i mean saturday and sunday this kid's all over the place he's supposed to be studying he's playing xbox all the time he's just being a kid but it is impulse so he ends up having all these things he hears them talking about him and starts coming down the stairs like hey what what am i what do I, he says i won't ever what boy i'm surprised he makes it down the stairs with those eyes i mean look, look at him <laughs> he's got problems um this is the idea where you want to unmask a hero, you tell him to put that mask right back on. <laughs> like, no, 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 put it back on. Oh, my God. He he looks weird. Like, he doesn't look great, really. And mm-hmm. even the hair is like, I mean, I don't know. It's The hairline is so, like, straight across. It does look like you would pick it up. There'd be, like, robot brains in there or something. But <laughs> I, I like the whole deal with them here because, you know, he's got to study. He's all over the place. He does this, and he comes down again like a Connor. I think I'm going to take an Xbox break. Really? Like, the, the Xbox isn't the break, pal. Mm-hmm. The studying has been the break. 
Uh, but we see that he has a deal where I like he just starts talking about King Tut. And he's like, oh, did you know? And they're like, really? No, we didn't know about King Tut. Who asked you? But he ends up saying all this stuff. And like, where did you learn this? And it made me laugh so much. He's like, well, I read the book yesterday. And, you know, it felt like a year, but it only took a couple minutes. And then mm-hmm. Wally's like, you read it at super speed and you still remember? I'm like thinking of all the times Flash does things like reading at super speed and the idea <laughs> that an hour later they forget everything it seems because <laughs> he can retain that info. Something that that's not that shocking, is it? I don't know. Maybe Wally can't. They, they look, Jay looks MJ, at him too. Yeah. They're like, holy crap. Maybe it's just like, Barry. I, I, it's weird. It's weird that that would be like something that would be that much of a shock. And then they're like, wait a second. He can remember can speed. Read? Read? <laughs> That's what it like. Maybe he will be Kid Flash one day. He can read. They're like, why do you keep throwing shade at me, Barry? I told you, Wally. I told you I'd learn sometime. I like, then they show Jace like, I got to go to the store. Goes up. There's one of those red go signs again. Oh, no. He ends up dying. Oh, uh, we hardly knew you, Shay. <laughs> but the idea of this is. Hey, go finish the paper. All right. But Wally is concerned. Wally doesn't think. And and it's such a harsh line. And you feel bad yeah. for Bart, especially because Bart, even in this, when he gets to the, the academy, he's so nice. And he's so and he always, you know, is trying to be happy. And, and you know, Bart's a good kid. I just don't think I believe it. Yeah. And he's listening at the top of the stairs. And he's, he seems like the youngest one, right? Yeah. 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 And, and again, if you're going to go with the idea of the way they play him is he has ADHD as well, you know, because of his whole, you know, speed powers. And I, mm-hmm. I like that play, but I don't know that. Why wouldn't you believe in him? I, I know that he's young and all that, but seriously. Especially Wally, because, I mean, he was a kid flash, so. I think they'd have something in common a exactly. little bit there. And, and just if, I guess, you know, you, you didn't hear, if, if, uh, Bart heard all this, it's Jay can't handle him, get like mm-hmm. they're really pushing him off. And it, you feel bad for him, but I don't know. Wally looks concerned. At least I don't know how much I believe in him. Well, then we go off to Gateway City. And one thing that they do end up doing, I like is you end up always having a sign somewhere. You don't have a narration, but mm-hmm. we end up. Where at the one point Keystone Motors, then you have Gateway City High School, and you go there, and that's Cassie, and you know Cassie Sandsworth, and she's causing trouble in school. But it's kind of a funny trouble. I mean, it's it's like, what is she starting the craft here? (laughs) We are the weirdos, Mister. Is what I'm waiting for. Weird dashos. Damn right, yes, weird dashos. You end up. I tried to get that sound clip. There's too much noise going on in the background. You end up where this this principal again. Everybody's everybody's a handful. Oh my god, you know. Hey, I'm glad you came down. Your daughter. She's causing a little problems. Oh, what? Was she smoking in the bathroom? No, no. She's dabbling in paganism. <laughs> what? Oh, that again? Yeah. Oh, really? Don't and worry she's about like, it. It's just a phase. She's, she's teaching kids Amazonian rituals. Now, when she says then, she claims she was granted her powers by the Greek god Athena. Okay. That's crazy. But That's Amazonian rituals yeah. is crazy enough. But. Let's cut to the chase, lady. The reason why this is happening and it makes total sense, and I think it should be, again, sometimes when you have these young heroes, if their identities are exposed, 
Mm-hmm. You need to get them out of. They can't yeah. be in public school. They're a target, and they're surrounded by normal kids that can't defend themselves. Can't do that. And they really beat around the bush where it should just be they get a letter, you're not allowed. Or the FBI comes to the house because the FBI keeps sending, you know, terror alerts. Right. I mean, insurance alone, they'd have to shut down the school. And it's funny because I think that the play is Jeff Johns wants you to kind of get mad at this principal. But she's right. (laughs) She is. And she should just say right away. I mean, you could just play this in a different way, but you want to have all the kids being like, we don't really have our own because everybody's against us. Nobody trusts us. They, but really, this should be, hey, uh, you know, we loved having Cassie here, but we were told by the FBI, we were told by the DEO, all these things. She can't be, unfortunately. And, and I would have played the idea where Cassie has a lot. Cassie's one of those where I think she gets along with the people. And I wish that it was, oh, no, no, I, you know, I can make a new identity. I can do mm-hmm. this. Please, I like, you know, having a regular life. But instead, it's like, there's the door. Right. There's a way to make her look good without having to make the principal look bad. It says that she's pretty much a freak. Says mm-hmm. your daughter isn't normal. I like, though, I, I told you before we recorded where the principal's like, listen, she's going around telling people that she is the daughter of Athena. And then Cassie gets her. No. Zeus. Zinger. You got it. <laughs> the principal's like, Athena, Zeus, all right, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Go and visit them, whatever. Uh, she's just mad because she thinks that maybe at some point these gods are going to show up for, like, you know, God daughter day or something. Ooh, that but you end up like, imagine Zeus showing up. He'd now have to stay. <laughs> but you end up where Cassie gets mad. And that's all the setup is she's not normal. And then pretty much says, I'm not normal. Well, let me show you exactly what you're talking about. Cassie Smash. <laughs> Bashes the desk in half. So how's that for normal? But it's not. Get out. Like, <laughs> seriously. And now you owe us for a desk. Point <laughs> proven, I think. <laughs> yes, she, yes principal. You're right. Yeah. All of a sudden, the FBI is like, we see uh, a terror alert. The desk smasher is in town. <laughs> oh, I'm getting out of here. And just says she's sorry. I'm really sorry. And runs off. And then the teacher like, again has to say what you said. Point. <laughs> All right. So she runs off in the bathroom where you have the bean girls there. Yes. And she's in the stall. Maybe what she did, what I do, you put your feet up. Or actually what I do when somebody comes into a bathroom, even with that many stalls, I start coughing so that people <laughs> don't try to open my <laughs> stall door. And it really over the top, but oh, you had stall doors in your high school. Wow, Rockefeller. We didn't in the um, the gym bathrooms, and right before baseball, especially this one jerk off coach would come and end up cross armed, take a leak. I swear <laughs> he was like the alpha dog. I'm gonna show them. Uh, but you end up where these, uh, hey, you know, talking their normal mm-hmm. talk again, just maybe to show that Cassie doesn't have normal deal because she comes out. And again, such classic lines from high school girls. Excuse me. And then the other the other girl goes, Pagan. <laughs> why, why, would, why wouldn't you just say freak or something? Hey. Pagan. <laughs> She's like, been hanging out with the principal too much. I, really? I mean, what was this? Part of like a, a freaking assembly? <laughs> Pagan. Like, really? And like, ah. Uh, what a, and they're gonna tell you know a bitch, but you see the silent. You see a bunch of things going on here where she looks and sees the armor over top of her, 
and then ends up, oh, wait, I didn't see Starfire on the other side. <laughs> yeah, she might have just shown up, but seriously, if she was there the whole time, there's no way you're missing that. Uh, I don't yeah, know. She makes an entrance. Yes, she does. I mean, she's dressed up as full out. Like, I mean, you're going to a high school. If if any of the high school boys see this, holy crap, they're they're in trouble (laughs) Uh, because she's full out. And you know, I haven't been in a lot of ladies' rooms, but what does she come? What does she stand in? I don't know. A fax machine? Yeah, it looks like a fax machine that's wedged into like a seat, (laughs) like you know, because you need to sit (laughs) while you're faxing. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird. I don't. I have no idea. She, it's just to put her leg up and, you know, says, hey, oh, Stephanie, oh, no, call me Corey. Hey, what's going on? She says, you were watching all of that you saw? And she says, I saw, like, I'm just imagining on the other side, there's this alien woman dress crate like that. These girls paid no attention to it. No. All right. And they're like, eh, with him. Um, but ends up talking about it. <laughs> ends up where. The big thing again, recruiting, saying, Hey, we're having this Teen Titans deal. We want to get together. We're going to do this. And there's the big thing about people being pissed off. Wonder Woman doesn't want Cassie to do this, but Starfire thinks that it is something she should do. And really, it ends up by the end of Cassie, like, What the hell do I have to do? Like, what else do I have here? I just got kicked out of school. You know, these little girls called me pagan. I mean, I didn't even have a comeback for that. And, you know, so when do we leave? We're going to New York. Well, who said anything about New York with a good transition? That it's- well, when Cassie, when Cassie turns her head, a side view, boy, she looks like a xenomorph that's just stretched out. So, yeah, the art's iffy. It's good the at points, thing. but then yeah. it gets iffy. It does get iffy. Like Starfire first shows up. I mean, seriously, then she looks good. And, yes. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. hey, I love that shot when she's like, who said anything about New York? I'm like, holy moly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they go and they fly off to San Francisco. Uh, again, where you're going to have Jeff Johns is doing that deal with this Mike McCone that they're not going to really give you, you know, hey, San Francisco, but you have the Golden Gate Bridge. So you yeah, end like up having page. those, yeah. you know, landmark deals and signs. You see a little tower there on the island. It's yeah. funny. I don't, I didn't see it. But I was looking mm-hmm. for it before. And she's like, wow. Yeah, you see the tower there. And it, it's, you know, back in the distance looks really cool. And everybody's apartments look nice. Don't garbage on the roof like I would probably have. But you end up going there and you, you see this island and the, the you know, the tea tower. There and some of the plants around there are Starfire from Tamaran, stuff like that. It's it's mm-hmm. just little, you know, bits in there to, to be nice. And then you end up getting Horn Dog. Horn Dog has arrived uh, and canceled. it is Changeling who ends up showing up and basic. I swear to God, in this and a lot of other things, he might as well show up and say, "Hey, let's pound." I mean, yeah. he just ends up being so over the top sexual and and really should be canceled uh because he's like hey what's going on it's me girls call me beast boy now let's go to bed and he's like whoa whoa because he says chick (laughs) so over the top i do like like jeff johns does something really neat here but then throws it back to the horn dog where he says Mm -hmm. hey i always shiver because he goes and he's like uh and he says, I always shiver when I go between cold and warm-blooded animals. Now, I don't know how much that really makes sense in his power set, but I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of that. But then he says, and plus around you, 
smoking hot chicks? How could I not? I'm like, really? And then shall I show Miss Sandsmark her room? I'm like, what are no, you? No, his room. Yeah, yeah. Shall I show her to my room? Say my room. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing here? And also, again, like. Locked and reported. You're kind of a mentor here. Uh, holy moly. He's like, yeah, I, I don't. And she ends up, Corey's like, sit, beast boy. Good dog. For you, Goldie, I'd be a this. great yeah. dog. Uh, <laughs> you, you did it again. I, I, you look over and he's humping a tree or something. He's trying to work it out. <laughs> Get well, him neutered. They, yeah, really. <laughs> Bob Barker. You end up where they go and there's a big giant statue in front of the tower of the you know original Titans here. And they end up looking at it. I don't know what. <laughs> There's some hot <laughs> Uncle Ed's there. I don't know what he's doing. I, I really. <laughs> he's directing an orchestra. He's I either directing, power, a, yeah, right? a directing an orchestra. May I, I don't know what else he might be doing. Celebrating a touchdown. <laughs> I, I don't know. See that and, water behind me? I'm doing yeah, that. <laughs> like, really? He's like, uh, I guess he's just using his powers there. But you end up where you have Robin. In the front, and he looks like on one hand, and this is you know blocked and reported. This is gonna be one hand. He might be throwing a battering. The other hand, he is giving a you know handy J. There is some weird decisions yes. in this statue. I don't know who, and I guess it's Gar. You end up where Beast Boy did the statue. I guess yes. now, there you go. I designed that myself. He's like, I did that, and don't mm-hmm. ask what it's made of. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. But, yeah, the whole thing is and I, I actually like this, too, especially now, because it is the idea that the, all those Silicon Valley startups is what funded all this. You know that all this shit came crashing down, yes. coming up where they came like, we can't fund this stuff anymore. I and lost all big in Enron. I don't know if you heard about this, but you should jump on it. <laughs> I, I lost. <laughs> oh, my God. Then the, the, see again, though. That's why we need the new Teen Titans deal and that Teen Titans Academy. Like, how do we build all this? You know, that NFT stuff. Yes. Bitcoin and NFTs. Yes, Bitcoin and NFT because you had Silicon Valley folks paid for it. Now, with that, again, maybe I'm Beast Boy where they're like, hey, and Corey says, listen, we got these Silicon Valley nerds to pay for it (laughs) in exchange for a few favors yeah my mind is i don't know where that's going and then cassie goes oh <laughs> i'm like oh like what are you doing he's like uh, have you know heard of hente yeah really i actually it's so weird <laughs> i thought of the crazy and now again i thought of like these business meetings with these japanese fellas there in these suits <laughs> and she's doing crazy stuff but yeah i don't i don't know what that meant i don't know what bill gates is making her do behind the scenes but you know, maybe we do want to know so you end up where all this is going down and yeah she's like okay i wonder if i'm gonna fit in here or whatnot and yeah i think that this is a place where you heroes can be accepted like Corey actually has like the good intentions and the mm-hmm. nice stuff as all of the you know all of our kids show up you have impulse right away run in and ha- hug cast who ends up like, get off of me. And I'm like, really? Like, what What the hell's up with you? Yeah, I mean, if that's Beast Boy, yeah, you probably do want him off of you. But, you know, Bart seems just friendly. He just comes in and then you end up having, you know, Connor come in. Hey, what up? He walks in. <laughs> he's taking his glasses off because he's vain like Eric Shea. And then they all look at each other because Robin's there as well. 
Uh, and yeah, you end up having you face. Oh, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> he might be awkward, and it's then like you a go Joker off. A bit there. Yeah, he does. He looks weird. Again, the faces are a little off, mm-hmm. and a lot of these things. So you end up where Vic overtopped the deal. Hey, everybody! Everybody has to show up. We're going in. We're having class. Everybody get to bed. And the worst part is in this. I think the art plays so off on this. I thought somebody was watching them from the shadows. I thought that when they were getting this thing over oh, the speaker. Yeah, that's the statue, right? It's the statue. <laughs> and I thought it was like somebody else. Like, who is this? Like, again, Roman had died. Raven? No. Is that one? No, it's the statue. And so they end up like, all right, let's go. And you end up where they go off and, hey, you have Beast Boy. Hey, Robin, follow the Robin. We're like, we get it. Like, you're the worst. So mm-hmm. they yeah. go there and. Cyborg's watching everybody kind of wants them to fit in you know it's it's nice but these are kids who are friends but they're not really coming off as friends right here nobody wants to really talk they feel awkward with it they go off then and that night you end up connor can't sleep and he gets up and thinks it's cassie who he wants to talk to but it's actually it's tim drake he's there on his computer as he does and he's getting some emails and you know you get the little bit where Connor says, did Batman teach you not to sleep? Well, why didn't you sleep? Well, I couldn't. Hey, you know, why are we all here? They want to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And he, Tim Drake says, I have the same question. Yeah, I, I do like the Superboy says, it's like everyone's trying to shove the entire weight of the world on our shoulders. I mean, it's their option to be there, but I, I kind of like that sentiment. And he, he says, we're going to bear it sooner or later anyway. But I guess that's why we're here, says Tim Drake. Yeah, they're here to learn and get better. And we came here because we're friends, right? And this is the part that threw you off. And uh, you got to give me a reason to stick around, Robin. Friends, you're smarter than you look. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, wait, okay. <laughs> and I'm, I, we were talking. I'm like, okay, you know, impulse, he's Chandler. I'm Ross and you're Joey, right? It's so weird when he's like, friends. You're smarter than you look. All right. Again, if you want to go with weird art, up at the top of that page, like what happened to Connor's eye? It looks like he lost an eye. Like you're talking to me? You're talking to him? Really? They're sitting there also. Look how big he is. He ends up where they get it. Robin gets another email. It dings up Mm -hmm. and he looks at it and he's like, oh, this is weird. And what? What? And you get this where a thing with superboy you know subject says with superboy from snapdragon like who's that i have no idea and they sent the cadmus files on you know his on connor's genetic structure right 50 percent kryptonian we know that you end up seeing that and it's weird if you go with that without going to the next page you're like 50 percent kryptonian and it seems like connor's pissed that can't be right like <laughs> he was hoping, he was no hoping that he'd be you know more than 50 that's yeah. weird but no it's because the other 50 percent is lex Luthor. He not finds some out right there. just rando scientist which of course they wouldn't do that anyway yeah yeah, yeah. so you end up it's lex yeah <laughs> look at that look at that glamour <laughs> shot with lex like what is it he's like hey what do you think of that stupid boy <laughs> <laughs> what, what is is he at his desk with a computer there? Is, is he that, Snapdragon? The best, the best is in my mind. That's Lex getting a picture taken to him while he's looking at another picture of himself. <laughs> it all wraps hmm, around. Kind of like it. I like what I see here. Taking another picture of me. All right, let me get my finger pose. Huh. <laughs> what do you think about that? 
It's a great cliffhanger, though. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah, you end up donor 50% genetic material Lex. Now, again, this is going to throw Connor into a tizzy. What is he Mm -hmm. said earlier that he liked to think it was just some wacky scientist because, of course, the Kryptonian DNA would overwhelm that and he's got all the powers, whatnot. But he does have that bit of a Lex Luthor attitude. You know, he's got the Mm -hmm. dude there of being, you said, very ominous saying, I'm above all this. And the idea that he's angry, the idea that he, you know, that all that stuff. And boy, just the idea of coming up with, okay, we have a clone, you know, we have Mm -hmm. a deal. Let's make half of it Lex Luthor. It's the crazy, it's, it's crazy to the point where it's genius, right? The idea of, holy crap. Playing with the whole nature versus nurture thing. Is he just going to be part evil because he has Lex's DNA or is it his upbringing? Yeah. And, you know, it's it's the same thing with, like, a lot of the characters. Cyborg. Like, what am I, more human than machine or machine mm-hmm. than human and stuff like that? So, yeah, it throws it off. And it is funny, like, just having that 50-50. Like, you do struggle then, like, which one is taking over, which one's doing that. And in a, in a story where you want him to go and find his own identity, where now he's pretty much, you know, saddled with both of that, the DNA of Superman and Lex, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this issue, though, fully, eh, you know, yeah. it's it's good enough. You end up, it's it does up. what it does. It ends up setting it up. You get the squad. You get the team. You go, you're introduced them if you don't know them enough. And you see the struggles that they would have normally, that they can't be normal kids. They don't really fit in. And then they go off to be together and they have some problems from that, you know, Young Justice Titans graduation day where some you know, characters like Donna Troy, Omen, R.I.P., they both died. Oh. And, yeah, and so you have that, and that's pretty cool. But overall, and we already talked about it, I know what your score is, but you give the score, what did you give it? Yeah, 7.0, not and enough that's Raven. Given too. Yeah, 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 no Raven. <laughs> you got, you know, right off the pole, Corey, who shows up at a high school, you're like, hey, what's going on? And really, after what she says about Silicon Valley, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that isn't what she was doing. Also, that wasn't for the statue. So weird. Uh, but yeah, really. And uh, yeah, so you get a good start. I'm I'm excited to read more of this as they settle down and become friends again and and figure out what's going on. So I mean, you have a first issue where mm-hmm. Jeff Johns makes sure that you don't have a threat. A lot of things would would be. Oh my God! You know, Troy he's there. Oh my God! Like that? No, you don't need that. The threat the might be issue. Connor uh, when he finds out what this yeah, is. Yeah, when here. he's doing this, and how is this? And I mean, the idea too—it's kind of like that weird play where you know you might have like a secret. What? But Tim Drake knows, so it's like mm-hmm. oh, that would be embarrassing because again, we're thinking of it as a cool deal. But there's Connor who just finds out that pretty much his other dad. Is Lex, which I do need my two my dads. dads. Yes. It would be the best. So instead, it's such the weird play that you have bald Lex instead of that long-haired hippie guy. Yeah, yeah Superman's definitely the Paul Reiser. Oh yeah, he's definitely Paul Reiser. So yeah, so with that, my two dads. Right? Was it? What was her name? Stacy. Oh yeah, she was in Step by Step. After that, and then she just went away. Another guy, I think it was George Michael, right? The other day, I believe it was. <laughs> and then later, he had to leave, and Andrew Ridgely came in. He's like, "Why am I always second fiddle to George?" Uh, but yeah, he did kind of look like that George Michael esque guy. They, a lot of sweaters, I remember in that show. A lot of people wearing sweaters. Oh, a lot of sweaters in that decade. 
Yeah, really. That is true. Be funny. He's like, friends, you're smarter than you think. He's like, I know. This is becoming a full house. Oh, no. My two dads. (laughs) I didn't think that that was coming through, but it's a small wonder we didn't get it earlier. Like, oh, happy days. We just (laughs) just keep going on and on. Oh, Laverne and Shirley. You're like, you you screwed up in balls. That didn't work. Battlestar Galactica. That's not even a sitcom. (laughs) See, they're ruining it, though. They don't even know what they're saying. Oh, my God. Kramer versus Kramer. Like, that's a movie. (laughs) What are you doing? Ah, Impulse, you numbskull. But, yeah, by the end, like you said, seven, solid start. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get the characters. It's a cool deal. If you have the, you know, infinite app, obviously, this is on the app so you can read along. Yeah, some of the art's a little wonky at times. It is. It's weird because some of it's good. Like, I'm telling you, when they fly into San Francisco, I was just looking. Like, that looks great. Mm -hmm. The faces, though, and they kind of change a bit they kind of look weird at points like really yeah, a little inconsistent mask faces look better but the yeah. actual faces i mean even when you have superman and connor at the beginning when you're seeing close-ups and things like that the faces change a bit as you go it's very odd uh dreamy blue eyes for both of them though you, yes. you could swim in those eyes, i got but, lost oh i did too but yeah i hope everybody enjoys us yakking it up here with this, uh, it is good though, and it's one of those mm-hmm. things that people point back to this being, you know, a pretty good deal coming off. I haven't read it, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Same here. So, this graduation day, that Judd Weinick three issue deal, people did not like. It was very dark. You had some deaths, things like that. And so, this was kind of Jeff Johns coming in and, you know, having some fun at points and, and going with it. So, I do like it. But yeah, we'll be back next week at a point. I believe we're going to have to double up a couple times. I think it is seven issues, which okay. always throws us, but we'll be doubling up. And even that, the page count of this first issue is a little oversized, but it reads real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, big panels and stuff like that, not over dialogue. Jeff Johns, to me, doesn't over dialogue it up. Most of the stuff is he pretty good. Under, a couple times. Yeah, points. Like, and even I'm flash. looking. Yeah, really. I'm <laughs> looking at that scene with, with Jay. And Wally, and there is a bunch of, but, but the dialogue flows well. It's just mm-hmm. natural dialogue. It's not that sing-song stuff. Yeah. It's not overly, you know, wordy to the point where it's exposition. It feels right. So, yeah, yeah, before everybody, you know, blocked and recorded them, you could write a hell of a comic. That mm-hmm. So we'll be back with issue number two. So you are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.